Newman Jets Audio Network. This is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. JetCast podcast is brought to you by Ascension Via Christi, Donlinger Construction, Mel Hambledon Ford, Eck Agency, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Keystone Solid Surfaces, Big Corner Creative, and by Pepsi. Welcome in to the 2023-24 edition of the Newman JetCast podcast, officially episode number 98. For those of you that are diehard Newman Jets listeners, different voice. I'm Jackson Schneider. I am not the legendary Blake Cripps. I have the honor of filling his big shoes that he is taken part in all the broadcasting aspects of Newman Athletics over the last several years, and he has passed the baton on to me. And so here we go. I'm taking the reins, and we're, we're off and running and, and ready to go for a brand new school year, a brand new year of Newman Athletics, and a brand new edition of the JetCast. This year, the podcast-only focus to the JetCast, a little easier for our listeners to to get a hold of this content and it'll be available on all forms of podcasting platforms so ease of listening better than ever in that regard and uh, just a lot to get to today so why don't we get started we'll bring in the leader of the fleet as it were is or as it is I should say it's Joanna Pryor the athletics director here at Newman University Joanna Thank you so much for joining us, and thank you, I, I should say, for giving me the opportunity to be the new Blake. I'm very excited to be in his seat and, and to kind of make it my own and be a part of this university and, and the great things that are going on here. You bet, Jackson. We're glad to have you. Thank you for filling Blake's big shoes, because I bet you he did have big shoes. <laughs> um, but you're better looking. Don't tell him I said that. Um, no, we're, we're very excited to have you. And, and um, episode 98, that was, I didn't realize that. Yeah, he, he was just short. I, I think that might be the, the big sad point of him leaving is he didn't get to 100 jet casts. Right. So I get to steal the thunder on that one for episode three for me in a couple of weeks. That's um, right. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, to being able to put that feather in my cap. But we've got a lot to talk about today because this is our first show of a new school year. We've kind of given everybody some time to get settled and, and get, you know, into the the groove of a new school year but for you I mean as the athletics director as as exciting as a new year is you don't really get a whole lot of downtime even over the summer so much because there's always so many things to work on things to plan for and, and different goals that you have to to get in place for a new school year so let's start with this summer what did that look like for you what were some of the things that you were working on and kind of getting ready for this brand new year you bet so Throughout the school year, there's all these things that you think of, oh, summer project. Yep. <laughs> so you start this big, long list, and um, it, I have a whiteboard, and it just starts getting filled up, filled up, filled up. And once summer hits, you think you're getting all those things done. And 
that doesn't always happen. Uh, I always have really high hopes. Um, but a lot of our summer is preparing for the Jet Open. So Jet Open is always the first Monday in August. So we're talking to sponsors. We're getting sponsorships, just trying to make that experience a better experience every year. And it takes a lot of time. And um, people take vacations, which is great. I, on the other hand, have not, um, which is fine. Um, but so a lot of it is is a lot of jet open planning. Um, we do plan for a coaches retreat, which is always nice to get every everyone together, talk about the year that's coming up, um, plan a student athlete meeting, you know, do some of those things that that hopefully you know we can get all of those things out of the way so we can just focus on the year ahead. Well, you you mentioned the jet open, so I want to talk about that. I want to be sure to hear all about it because I am a terrible golfer, but I love to participate. I didn't get to this year. So I'm still so new, but fill me in on what all that entails and how this one went this past year. I hear it was a pretty big success. You bet. The Jet Open's been going on for almost 40 years. Wow. So it definitely um, had a start many years ago and um, just continues to be a great experience. Um, we We have a lot of alumni that that golf in the jet open all of our boosters have teams in the jet open and we actually have two tee times so we typically have enough teams that uh, we have a 7:30 tee time and then a 12:30 tee time wow. and and we fill the course so um, this year we had an amazing day in august uh, we had probably the coolest day of the month and it just turned out to be a great day our sponsors are are always supportive. A lot of them are alums. Mm -hmm. And um, we have coaches out on the course. Obviously, you know, the drinks are flowing and, <laughs> um, and our, our athletic trainer um, for years has been making the margaritas. <laughs> and um, they're famous. They're famous. famous. Mm -hmm. oh. Yep. I'll have and to make it, note of that. I will warn you, though. <laughs> Just be careful. They sneak up on you. Um, but it's it's a good golf day. And I'll tell you, I'm not a golfer either. I'm a putter. I actually just golfed in a tournament last Friday. And, and I said, I'm here for, a, for conversation and laughs. And all I do is putt. And I did. And it was great. I made a few putts. And I was... I was helpful to my team, but, um, but yeah, the jet open, uh, it's always at rolling Hills the first Monday of August and, um, a very good time. It's a good way to support Newman athletics. It, um, helps support scholarships and, um, operational budgets and, um, extra projects that we like to do around campus. Um, right now we're waiting on a new press box for soccer and hoping to get that before the season's over and um you know just little things that that keep keep us excited and keep the student athletes excited absolutely and it helps to add to that student athlete experience which i know is, is very much at the forefront of kind of your mission and, and some of the goals that you have but i do want to talk about kind of the the new look to certain areas of the athletics department with some new coaches uh, we'll, we'll talk with one of those in victor dominguez here uh later on in the show uh, but you also add amy briggs as the new women's basketball coach lon flippo the new golf coach so some new faces 
in these halls for you, trying to just kind of continue pushing this athletics department forward in a lot of different aspects. Yeah, you bet. And some, you know, we've got some young talent too. And, Mm -hmm. and, um, I was a very young coach myself. I was 22 years old when I got my first head coaching job. And I always like to think that if I can give someone else an opportunity to do that, I'm, I'm excited about that. And that takes some mentorship and, and we have some great coaches on staff that are really good with our new young coaches, um, of just being an ear and, and maybe giving some advice. And, um, you know, we've got Billy Murphy on staff that is our bowling coach for 20 years, started the program 20 years ago. And, and if you want to hear some wise words, that's the guy you want to talk to. Um, so it does take a team, right? We are our own team. And that's kind of what I explained to the coaches is um, you have your teams, but you're my team. So we have to figure out how to do this together and support one another. And, and so we're excited what our new coaches can bring to us. And, and knowing that it takes time to build a program, um, patience is one of the hardest things to develop I think in Mm -hmm. coaching and I think it's one of the hardest things when you have um, the young people now patience is not something that comes naturally we can instantly get information from our phones so if you and I are talking here and we want to know something we'll find it out here in about 30 seconds Um, so I think when you're talking to teams that you're building a program um it's hard for them to understand that athletics is not like that. Yeah. It's one of the few things I think now that you're not going to get instant. So um, the coaches have to do a good job of, of communicating that. And I think our new coaches are, are doing that and building good cultures and, and, um, and good camaraderie amongst their teams. Again, our guest is Joanna Pryor, Athletics Director here at Newman University. You mentioned getting information instantly. That is almost the perfect segue for a brand new tool to do that for Newman fans as there's a brand new Newman Jets app. There used to be one that was different. We could get rid of that one, get this brand new fancy shiny one. I've got it on my phone. It'll give you push notifications when matches or games start and different news articles come out. So tell us about this new Newman Jets app and where people can find it. You bet. Okay, so if you have the the old one, delete it. Add the new one. It's very pretty. It's red. (laughs) Pretty. That's a girl term. Um, It's it's red. (laughs) It's got the circle logo, our primary logo. Um, It's directly hooked to our website. So the reason that we switched was – we had to add something additional in order to get that information onto the app. Now it goes straight through Sidearm, which is our website provider. So um, it's a much easier way. I do like it because you do get the notifications for uh, the recaps and the articles that are written. And so it comes straight to your phone and um, it's everything Newman Jets Athletics. Absolutely. And it'll, like, you can check out the schedule, gives you direct links to the Newman Jets audio network and the video broadcast for sporting events as well. So it's literally everything you could possibly need in one place. So definitely be sure to get that again. It's the new Newman Jets app. And as Joe said, it is red. It's got the logo on. You can't miss it. So be sure to download it and check that out today. Uh, but we've got just a few more minutes to to talk here, and I wanted to ask you a few different things about some things coming down the line. You you had mentioned to me earlier about an alumni weekend coming up later on in October, the 20th and 21st, and there are about a half million, approximately, things going on that weekend. <laughs> so 
Just if you could, maybe some some highlights of what you're planning for, things that are coming up as part of that alumni weekend and things that our listeners can look forward to. Yeah, you bet. So we have some natural activity. We have we have a lot of games that weekend too. So we have uh, men's soccer on Thursday and Saturday. We have women's soccer on Friday and Sunday. And we have volleyball on Saturday. Friday and I think it's Friday and Saturday. I mean, it's crazy. It's going to, and we have bowling. So bowling has their only home tournament of the season on that Saturday and Sunday, the 21st and 22nd. So that's your opportunity to see them as well. So it's insane. But then on top of that, <laughs> we decided that'd be a great weekend to have an alumni weekend. Yeah. Uh, baseball is having their alumni golf tournament on that Friday on the 20th at nine o'clock in the morning at Sand Creek Station in Newton. And um, they've got some activities following at the baseball field and then baseball starting their inter-squad World Series. Mm -hmm. Um, And then men's basketball is gonna have an alumni game that evening. The next evening on Saturday evening, women's basketball is having a trivia night for their families, their players, alumni, anybody that wants to participate. and then we're gonna have a social. So Saturday, we're having a social at five o'clock for alumni. And Friday night, we're having a parking lot party out by soccer, baseball, and softball at six o'clock. So it's gonna be crazy. Be looking on the website for information. Um, the alumni office is gonna send out an email with all the activities that are going on. So it's gonna be a lot to keep track of, but it's gonna be fun and exciting. Absolutely, we'll be sure to bring that back up in each of our next couple of jet casts leading up to that as well because I want people to be sure to not only plan for it but to be reminded in case because I'm a forgetful person Mm. so if I don't remind others then I'll forget myself (laughs) so we'll make sure to do that but uh, before we let you go the last thing I have with this being a new school year and with all these new new coaches new student athletes here on campus kind of finally hitting their stride now that we get to the end of the month of September and everything I wanted to ask you as the athletics director I mean you've been here for five years now as the AD and 14 plus years in total here at Newman what is maybe the biggest area that you've seen this university grow and what's the thing you're most proud of in that growth yeah. Well, and I would say specific to athletics, um, over the 14 years from year one to now, I would say the culture within the athletic program. And it started 14 years ago when my former boss was here and um, has just really grown. And it would be the culture and, and how we all interact with each other, how we all support each other. Um, the coaches do a great job. Like I said, we have a lot of good mentors and they do a good job of supporting one another and collaborating on different ideas, how to make things better, you know, how, how we can continue to grow as things change. You know, there's all sorts of thing wrenches that get thrown in like a COVID or, you know, that was craziness. But, um, I think just the culture of support of one another, and even I see it in the student-athletes as well, in our SAC program, our Student Athletic Advisory Committee, um, over the last five or six years has just really done a great job of 
um, going to each other's games and supporting each other in that way. And I think that goes a really long ways when you're in the conference that we're in, mm -hmm. it's tough and you need that support. You need that support from your, from your classmates and, and from other teams. So, um, I would say the, the culture within athletics of building that support and, and working for a common goal. I love it. Now, one last, last question, because I want to build on that a little bit, because it is a new school year and there's a lot in front of us all here for the next 10 months or so. What is maybe your big goal for this athletics department, this school, its growth over the next several months, this school year? What is your vision for that, for that goal? Well, it's, I have a, I have two answers to that. My first instinct is to survive um, <laughs> <laughs> because we're about to hit October, November crossover seasons oh, and yeah. then March and April are insane. And so those are our, what we call our survival months. Um, so I, but really is building on the success that we started last mm -hmm. year. So women's basketball made it to the conference tournament for the first time. Baseball made it to the conference tournament for the first time. We had a player of the year in baseball with Jenner Steele. And um, those are moments that are so special and so fun. Um, and, and you hope that everyone can have that kind of an experience. So um, I think just building on that success and and continuing to get better and and um, you know that all plays into a great student athlete experience as well. Absolutely. Well, Joanna, thank you so much for the time today. We really appreciate it. I know a lot of people want to hear straight from the the mouth of the leader, right? So we we have to be sure to get you on, and we'll, we'll visit you here periodically throughout the next several months of the school year. But thank you again for the time. We really appreciate it. You bet. Thank you, Jackson. All right. We'll take a quick time out here on the Jetcast podcast, and be back with more right after this. From the moment you walk through the doors at Ascension Via Christi, you'll hear the sounds of hope, health, and strength. Because Ascension Via Christi is more than just hospitals, ERs, and clinics. Ascension Via Christi teams start by understanding you, your health, and your life to deliver the care that's right for you. Connected to a national network of care and the expertise of a wide range of doctors and specialists. Ascension Via Christi in Wichita. Listening to you, caring for you. Find a doctor online at healthcare.ascension.org. The Newman Jets are now full members of the MIAA. Now, we need your full support. Help the Jets soar by joining the Aviator Club, Newman's premier level of athletic support. Your assistance directly impacts student-athletes and can be designated for facilities, uniforms, media coverage, or your favorite team. Receive exclusive benefits and support the Navy in Red at newmanjets.com slash aviatorclub. That's newmanjets.com slash aviatorclub. Or call 316-942-4291 and ask for athletics. Welcome back into the JetCast podcast, Jackson Schneider. Pleased to be joined now by the head volleyball coach of your Newman Jets, Marisa Compton. And coach, it is the middle of the season now. We're officially in it. You're like waist deep in the year and you are into conference play and everything. And we are just now 11 matches in and finally preparing for your first home matches of the season. So I want to start with that because you've got two matches coming up when this show will be released Thursday and Friday against Nebraska Kearney and Fort Hayes. But 11 matches on the road to start the year. You guys have been all over the place to, to travel and play a lot of matches. Tell me kind of how that journey has gone for you guys just in, in terms of being, you know, road warriors over the first couple of weeks of the year. 
Yeah, I think um, we figure it out a lot about ourselves and our team. And um, when you're on your road, you face some challenges that you don't when you're at home. And, um, you know, I think, like I said, I think we've learned a lot about ourselves that sometimes you don't learn at this point in the season. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a positive so far is that we've um, figured out some things that we need to get better at and um, been tested. And so I think that will um, play out well for us as the season goes along. I know being on the road is tough in and of itself. When you add in the injury factor, that certainly doesn't help you much either in terms of just familiarity because new settings are tough and playing in road environments are tough. But when you don't have the ability to kind of get comfortable in your your lineups and, and getting everybody in their spots and kind of finding, you know, what's working, what doesn't. Because normally, you know, that preseason is, is where you get to play around with that a little bit. Yep. You didn't have that luxury with a few injuries that you battled early in this year. So can you tell me maybe how you've kind of managed that situation and, and how you've helped to get this team kind of more comfortable with itself and with its lineups now that everybody's starting to get a little bit healthier? Yeah, it's been a challenge. Um, you know, I have to give credit to the players that um, were put in the situations to fill in for somebody um, with injuries. I think those people stepped up and, and did the best that they could and did a good job in those roles. Um, we had Lily Hogenfeld, that's a sophomore for us, that she filled in in the middle for Ozzy and she hasn't played middle since high school and club and so uh, we joked she was going back to her roots um, <laughs> but she did a great job and and we didn't miss a beat there in the middle with her and um, she's done a, a good job last weekend going back to her role on the right side um, but um, yeah I think uh, we just we got to see some different things because of those injuries. Um, and we know that we've got people, if somebody's struggling, we've got people that can step in. Um, but it, it was tough because we just, like you said, there wasn't any consistency yeah. from set to set. I think we have had a different starting lineup for every, almost every match that we've played this season. Um, so right now we finally have everybody back. And so just trying to find, um, a lineup that works best for us so we can kind of get some consistency because like you said volleyball a lot of it is um getting used to the people next to you and you get comfortable with yeah. what they're going to play and those kind of things and um so we just haven't quite found that consistency yet to be able to get comfortable with our starting lineup and doing all of those things to kind of find yourself in those familiar places or get the players familiar with with the others that are on the floor with them at the same time it's really hard when you know you've got different minds and different abilities and different spots so it's never easy on a player but I know it's also not easy on a player to be injured early in a year because they want to be out there and they want to contribute and I know uh, for players like Ozzy Ajekwu who's you know leading you guys in kills right now despite missing a handful of matches I, I'm sure it's been frustrating for her because she had to miss those those matches and she wants to be out on the floor but now that you've gotten her back, what does she add to this team and, and to your lineup? Yeah, Ozzy, she just she has a presence about her. Um, part of it's just her raw athletic ability. Um, she's 6'3 and can jump out of the gym, and she walks in the gym and you notice her. Mm -hmm. um, I was joking. like She could do she could never touch the ball in a match, but she's going to have an impact just with her athletic ability. But um, she's really come around offensively. She had a really good spring season um, and really worked hard on her footwork and some of those things, and um, I think that's part of the reason she's leading us us in kills is the work that she put in this spring um and she also um 
she's a huge blocker for us. And so just adding that back um, to help our defense has been big the last couple of matches. Absolutely. And you want to talk about defense. I mean, you got one player that's been a pretty big anchor on that defense, Natalie Morales, who has surpassed a thousand career digs now in the last couple of weeks. She did that against Pitt State a couple of weeks ago now. So let's talk about her. I mean, a th- that's a, a heck of a milestone to hit for any athlete. But uh, what has Natalie brought to this team and especially on the defensive side? Yeah, Natalie's done a really good job for us this season. I think she's really matured as a leader um, from last year to this year. And like you said, she's an anchor on our defense. She's somebody that usually is leading us um, with digs, and she's somebody that communicates really well on the back row. Um, And so we hope to just have her continue to do that as we move forward. Absolutely. Well, this is year two for you as the head coach here at Newman, but head coaching is not something that you were new to when coming here. You had previous stops at other schools and, and it's kind of been a, a growth for you as a coach, you know, moving up from step to step, but now being here at Newman competing in the MIAA and NCAA division two, it's definitely a challenge. I know uh, with the competition that you face so regularly, but I'm curious now that you're, you know, waist deep in year two here with the jets What's maybe the biggest thing that you've learned about yourself as a coach throughout this journey? I think a big thing is just figuring out, um, I figured out what the most important things are um, in coaching and figuring out that coach life balance. I have a two-year-old <laughs> daughter, um, so she uh, reminds me of that. But um, yeah, I think it's just narrowing down what's really important. There's a lot of things that you can get bogged down with as a coach, but what are the important things that are going to make your players better um, and make your program better? And not only on the volleyball court, but their whole experience. And when they leave here, making sure they're leaving here better people. Yeah, you, I totally don't want to neglect to mention the little one at home because that that might be the most important coaching job for you right now, right? You I, know, raising the little ones. So tell me how, how that's going and, and uh, for, for the, the coach at home, what's that like? It's the best thing ever. Um, <laughs> uh, my daughter Parker, she's two. Like I said, people, if they come to our home games, they'll see her running around the track. Usually my husband's chasing her <laughs> around up there. Um, but uh no, it's it's a one of the hardest and greatest things I tell people you'll ever <laughs> do in your life. Um, but uh, she loves volleyball. She loves our players. She asked for them to come to our house all the time. They came over for dinner for preseason, and she was like, "Volleyball players come to our house." Like she talks <laughs> about them all the time, and um, it's a pretty cool experience to see um, my daughter and our players interact with each other. Cause I think they love her as much as she loves them. And, um, it's just a cool, cool thing to see. And especially now that she's talking, she's starting to learn how to cheer for volleyball. You might hear a go jets <laughs> out of her or ACE or something like that. So she's figuring that out. But, um, yeah, it's definitely, um, a cool experience. And I think it's something, I think when you become a parent, um, and you're coaching, I think you, think of things a little differently as a as a coach um, because you're more aware of uh, the role as a parent. And yeah. so I think um, things are going on with your players and stuff like that. You might consider those things a little bit more when you have a kid of your own. So um, that's definitely something. I think it's made me a better coach being a mom. Um, and hopefully, too, I think a big part I take pride in that my players can see 
that you can be a mom and have a career and what it takes to do that. And um, I'm lucky too, because my husband, if I didn't have him, this this definitely <laughs> wouldn't be possible. He, uh, you know, sometimes he's taken two days on the weekend where he's just single dad and, you know, he's made plenty of road trips um, to see us play with Parker. So, um, like I said, I definitely wouldn't be able to do that without his support. Absolutely. Well, again, our guest is Marisa Compton, head volleyball coach here at Newman University. And, Coach, we, we mentioned that you guys have been road warriors here to start the year. But finally, you get some home matches this weekend. You take on Nebraska Kearney and Fort Hayes this weekend, your first two home matches. What does being at home provide in terms of comfortability and, and just, like, this team being able to kind of feed off the the energy of a, a home crowd for once yeah there's just like you said there's a familiarity and it's where you're practicing every day and so to finally get back here and play on our home court is going to be really exciting I know the girls are really excited um, to get to play in front of our home crowd um, and I think the atmosphere here like because our gym is smaller I think it's loud and it's exciting and so it'll be nice to be back in that atmosphere again and and have the support of the the home crowd and I think the girls are excited to get to sleep in their own beds Absolutely. I, I, that's always a big piece, right? You don't have to get on a bus yep. or sleep in a, in a hotel or anything. So that helps to just make them relaxed, right? And in, into the flow of the match, certainly. But the, the matches that you'll have, like we mentioned with Nebraska Kearney and with Fort Hayes, it's two very talented teams. Mm -hmm. So tell me, in the, in the preparation this week leading into these matches, what's maybe been the big focus for this team? What's the, the thing that they you know, needed to work on the most to put themselves in position to be successful? I think our first 11 matches have shown um, when we can serve receive well and if we can serve aggressive and get teams out of system, we're really good. We've been mm -hmm. really competitive when we've done that well and we usually go on runs or we're leading in those sets when we're doing those things. And so that's kind of been our focus is finding some consistency in that service you passing as well as serving aggressive to get teams out of system um, and just continuing to work to get a little bit better each day. Um, you know, we talked about that can be a struggle sometimes when you start out own 11. And so we've just tried to keep our mindset in the right place and keep focused and knowing that it's just, it's early and then we've got to continue to keep getting better each day of practice. Yeah, and I know, you know, 0-11 is not where you or, or your your athletes were kind of envisioning the start to this year, but as we talked about, you know, with injuries and, and the tough road environments and, and, of course, the tough opponents that you've faced up against, you know, sometimes it just doesn't go your way. But when you look at, you know, the win-loss column, it doesn't tell the full story of those matches and the competitiveness that your team has shown within each of those sets that you've competed in. But what would maybe be the, the big factor for you, like in terms of just getting this team in a rhythm, you know, what, what's the ideal start? What's one or two things you need to see early in a match, like against Nebraska Kearney, a really talented team to just get your team some confidence and, and you know, believe in it. They, they can compete with anybody in this league. Yeah. I think it's starting strong. Um, and it starts with that first contact and having some consistency with that. Um, we've struggled a little bit with that and early on in sets. And so hoping that we can find our groove early. Um, and like I said, we've shown that when we do those two things well, that we're really competitive and we've got the hitters and stuff to, to score us points. And so we've got to get ourselves in positions that we can, can get them the ball. Um, and with this group, like I said, like you said, I, 
keep telling people I never in a million years would have thought this would have been the start the way our preseason went the players worked really hard the team culture um, has improved a lot from last year to this year Um, our team chemistry all those little things that you hope for as a coach have been really good and so it was just kind of a surprise and like you said I think a lot of it was just some injuries um, to some key pieces and just um, a little bit of inconsistency within our lineup. And so hoping, you know, like I said, we've talked about these are tests that are going to help us down the road. And as we go, when we face some challenges down the road, we know we've been through this part and we've survived this part um, and that it's just going to make us better as a whole. And so that's something um, the girls have, you know, they've said themselves. And so, um, The positive is that I think this group, they're still bought into what we're doing. They're still bought into each other and trusting this process as we go. And um, like I said, they're really excited to keep this going. And I I think if we can just get that first one under our belt, I think we'll be in in good shape. Well, a big opportunity again coming this weekend with back-to-back matches at home Thursday and Friday, Nebraska Kearney and Fort Hayes respectively. Both matches will start at 6 o'clock here in Fugate Gym in Wichita. So uh, we'll have those broadcasts for you on the Newman Jets audio network and people can tune in if they can't attend here in person. But we want to make sure to pack the gym and make it a fun and energetic home court advantage for our Jets. But Coach Compton, thank you so much for the time and good luck this weekend. Well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. We'll take a quick time out here on the JetCast podcast and be back right after this. Hey, boss, the backhoe was stolen from the Valley job. Great. And our computers were hacked last night, and they got some of our clients' information. Seriously? And your wife called. She said the dead tree you were supposed to tear down fell on your neighbor's roof. Ah, what am I going to do? I'd call Eck Agency. They're great at providing insurance solutions to protect your business, work comp, home, and autos before these things happen. Call or text Eck Agency at 316-303-1905 or visit eckagency.com. Hi, this is Marisa Compton, head coach of Newman Jets Volleyball. Show your support for the Navy in Red by grabbing your officially licensed Newman Jets apparel at nujetsgear.com. Your purchase directly supports Newman student-athletes. Choose from a wide variety of styles and colors featuring NU's official logos. Show your jet pride at Fugate Gymnasium, McCarthy Field, and all over Wichita with Newman Jets apparel from nujetsgear.com. That's nujetsgear.com. And welcome back to episode 98 of the JetCast podcast. I am Jackson Schneider as we continue getting to know coaches and the athletics director here at Newman University. We'll talk some soccer now with new men's soccer head coach, Victor Dominguez. And and Victor, I know the last time we saw your guys out on on the field, it was not the result you were hoping for. You took on a really talented Rogers State team and you fall 9-1. to But in talking with you before we turned on our mics, it sounds like that provided a pretty big learning experience for you as a coach and for this team, just in how this team is kind of learning and growing throughout the course of your first season as head coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was it was heartbreaking to see the end result, but um, it's, it's one of those things where we got to learn through struggling together. And I feel like the guys at this point are pushing forward and trying to get this you know, as far back in our memories as possible. And, you know, it starts from the training session yesterday. It was competitive. It was intense. And guys were, you know, pushing each other and, you know, actually physically pushing each other at times. <laughs> and that's what we want. We want guys to continue to compete and not just 
you know, feel uh, we lost this game and it's it's over because it's not. We still have ten games left. That was only two in our conference, and we face we face them again at their place. And you know, we have to continue to to be physically, physically, emotionally, and you know, just have everything in order and um, continue to fight for our goals because it's not over. So it started started with training, and now we keep going. Well, you guys are training for. A, uh, another long road trip. You'll head to Arkansas for a couple of matches this week uh, with Harding and Wachita. So what do you want to see really in your team's response from that? I mean, you talked about their response in training and kind of their, their attitude and their mindset in practice and, and, you know, just trying to push that back and move on. Uh, but what do you need to see on the field in terms of a response, ways to be better with these matches upcoming this weekend? Uh, I think the... The general two biggest thing is their character and attitude. Are you willing to go out there and, and fight for the, the goals, your individual goals and the goals of the team, which for us is it's it's not gone, it's not over yet, which is to pursue the postseason. Um, so it's to put the character and the attitude into action of can we go and be relentless in off, in our offensive actions and get forward and you know smash the back of the net and defensively be as intense and as aggressive as possible to you know keep keep our our home safe and that's what we need right now we need to go on a, on this business trip and you know just leave everything on the pitch and hopefully come back with six points you are still building kind of the culture and identity in this program that mm -hmm. you have a vision for with it being your first season um, let some of our listeners know kind of your vision what what attributes or, or what is the identity of this program that you're trying to build? What kind of um, personality traits are you looking for in Newman soccer moving forward? Yeah, I think the the biggest things for us is is guys that are not only going to be engaged in the community and the university, but are going to have you know good attitudes and good characters to promote our program outside of you know just soccer. Um, and that was one of the things that we mentioned in the beginning, like you're going to represent men's soccer, whether you're in the cafeteria, whether you're in class, whether you're out and about, um, you know, you represent us as a whole, not just, OK, I'm a good soccer player and I can mm -hmm. score or I can defend or whatever. That's that doesn't define you. Your sport doesn't define you. What define you is you as a whole. Um, so that's the biggest thing that we're trying to get out of these guys. So, you know, I'm probably the most intense one out of my staff. We have the other the other three guys that are more the friends and the more mental aspect of it, where I'm more of it's not good enough, it's not good enough, let's go and let's do this. Um, and it's not just to be that guy that just, you know, just harps on them and harps on them. But, you know, I believe in every single one of, one of them. And that's why we want to continue to push them to strive for perfection and for excellence. And, not, and again, it's not just on the offensive actions or the defensive actions, but it's on the person as a whole. Um, and that's what we look for, obviously, on the field. Then it gets into different topics. But we got to look at the, at the person first, and then we worry about soccer after. Absolutely. Well, this team's got a lot of, of fight in it. And I know, you know, you have big goals for this year. You know, you mentioned pushing for a berth in the postseason and trying to build f for that. And those goals are still very much in front of you with a lot of, of matches still to go. But in terms of, of building towards that, what are maybe the big areas you need this team to improve on the field to, to put yourself in a position to, to be able to get to those goals? Yeah, I think the the biggest thing that we're struggling with right now is just focusing on the next action. You know, there's lots of moments where every single team, and I think we've almost outshot every single team apart from these last two games. And even then, it was you know high shooting amount of uh, 
uh, a high shooting game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's just now it's okay. We got into the final third. It didn't happen. How are we going to react? Can we be positive? Can we get, you know, get back into shape? Can we you repress? Can we counter press? Can we win back possession and go again? Um, and I think that's the biggest issue sometimes where we lose possession or things don't go our way or how we perceive it should be the right way then kind of heads heads drop and you know that's when the excuses starts rising and you know I'm I'll protect these guys every single day every single moment and they've been battling every single day since my first day here they've been you know pushing and striving for perfection and going and going and going but there's you know when results don't go your way sometimes we we focus on the results and not the progression and at the moment I think that's what we need is to focus on where we've been and where we've we are at you know at in this current time and again, I understand the results are not happening, but if we just focus on those small details and be positive about, you know, certain things that are going right and focus on those actions, and then it builds, you know, into being that success that we want it to be. Now, for you as a coach, I mean, there's a, a learning curve, right, mm-hmm. to, to coming to a new school and b- building a new program in your vision and, and what you're looking for. What over the last few months since you've been here at Newman, what's maybe the thing that you've learned about yourself as a, as a coach the most in, you know, the early stages of building this program up? Uh, personally, on a, on a negative side, I don't think I knew how to deal with adversity. Um, or maybe adversity is not the right word, but the struggle that we're in at the moment. Um, as an assistant or as a head coach or even as a player, I don't think I've been in this situation of, results not going our way even though we're being very successful on the pitch like if we look at for Hayes we did very well we created chances we moved the ball well we got forward we didn't allow them to have anything and then one goes in the back of the net you're just sitting there like what what else can we do um and you know that was something for me where I was just very frustrated and it was how was I going to get out of this but luckily being here like the people that I have in my surroundings, not only from my coaching staff, but from like Dylan on the women's side, from Joanna as the AD, just being super supportive. And and even right now, and speaking with her, it's just like, you know, just move on, continue to do the work, continue to, you know, focus on the details, continue to, you know, basically that is end all be all is continue to focus on the work, be there for the guys. And, you know, and after this past weekend, I think I was, very very down yeah um and it was just one of those after went home and kind of just kept a little bit to myself and then took a long long nap and then (laughs) once I woke up I was like all right well we can either give up or we can keep going it's like I said in the beginning we still have 10 games left it's it's not over and we face this team again so are we going to put our heads down or we're going to put our feet on the ground and and go to work and that's what I chose to do so you know, for this for this coming trip, you know, me and my staff, we've, you know, broke down every single game of Harden and watched it and watched ourselves and talked about what we're going to do, talked to some of the players. Today we're going to talk to, you know, the leaders of, of the team as well. And that that's, to me, is what we have to do is just continue to move forward and continue to strive for that perfection and that excellence that we, we want to achieve. And it starts with with Thursday, put in a good result, and then we move on to Saturday and then, you know, focus one game at a time and one action at a time. That's all we can do. We get, again, Harding on Thursday, 7 o'clock in, in Arkansas, and then you make a another short road trip within Arkansas <laughs> to Wachita on Saturday morning. So uh, 
couple of, of opportunities on the road to get this team some some winning results. And I know that's kind of been the mission. You talk about, you know, breaking down the film and trying to mm-hmm. strategize and plan. But you also mentioned, you know, meeting with some of the leaders on this team. And you, you're fortunate to have a couple of different guys that ha- have really been key pieces for you. And one of them, matter of fact, is actually sitting in this room who's scored <laughs> a handful of goals so far for you in, in Carlos Belasta Manchon. And, and Carlos is a intern for the athletics department as well. So I've gotten to know him a little bit over the last week or so, but uh, tell me what he brings to this team on the field and, and in terms of his ability and his leadership. Who's that? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he's, he's been great. Um, even from when I was here in the spring, um, he was one of the returners that, you know, I had a lot of uh, conversations with and just told him to, you know, we're going to try to do everything to put him in those good positions, bring in players that's going to help him out. Um, I know he's he's faced a couple of years here where not so great. Obviously, right now, if you look at results, it's not so great either. Um, but we wanted to make sure that we put him in, in good situations offensively, especially because of the, the talent that he has and the, the attributes that he possesses. And, you know, that's what we went to or we had rockers here and it gives him the hat trick because he was in those right places and we had players that you know helped um basically helped put him in better places for him to get those goals um and then a couple of other chances that he had was from other players also being involved and it puts him in better situations um but as far as him being the leader he's he's been great he holds guys accountable and he holds us accountable as well because we have to continue to work hard to continue to put him in better situations and and you know that that's always a challenge on the coaches is can you try to coach your best players and can you coach your your top guys or your leaders can you hold them accountable as you would hold somebody else accountable um which is always a challenge but you know we've been doing very well we're keeping him accountable he keeps us accountable maybe we say some words back and forth to each other but it's just because you know he's competitive he wants to win we're competitive we want to win so at any point things don't go right and you know you you butt heads and but that's what I expect from a leader. It's somebody who's going to mm-hmm. who's going to want to push the team ahead not just somebody who's going to be like well it's not going well then it is what it is I'm just going to go about my day and let it be um but like even yesterday you know I was talking to him a while ago like me and him had a, an exchange of lifting arms and you know looking at each other whatever <laughs> whatever saying things and but that that's what I want not that it's a bad thing and it's we're not trying to promote that everybody now has a say and hear yeah. that and the other to respond to a coaches but there's certain times when things don't go well and you they're the ones that are on the pitch. They can see a little bit better than us. They can understand the game and feel the game a little bit better than us sometimes. So, you know, it's it's acceptable in certain situations, and that's why he's he's the main captain of our leadership group is because he has that voice and he has that posture, and he can also back it up by his hard work and his talent that he provides to the team. Awesome. We'll, we'll certainly look forward to the things that you and your your leaders on the pitch, like Carlos, will be building into this weekend with, again, the matches at Harding and at Wachita. But we'll be excited to get you back here in Wichita coming up on October 5th against Northeastern State. Uh, so I want to encourage everybody to circle that day on their calendar, 7 o'clock match start for that one. But, uh, Victor, thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate you uh, taking the time to, to – Tell us about your team and, and the things you're building within this program. 
Perfect. Thank you so much. All right. We'll take a quick time out and we will wrap up the show right after this. You're listening to the JetCast podcast. Don Linger Construction is currently hiring qualified CDLA truck drivers, heavy equipment operators, and heavy civil concrete carpenters for projects in and around the Wichita metro area. Don Linger Construction is employee owned and offers competitive weekly pay and benefits. Quick start your new career and apply online at donlinger.biz. That's D O N D L I N G E R dot B I Z. Don Linger Construction is an EEO compliant employer. Veterans, women, and minorities encouraged to apply. Life, it throws you curves and it knocks you down. But what separates the good from the great is the getting back up. Newman University will always get back up. We are a university of doers, of innovators, of transformers. We inspire as we soar to new heights. We will not be beaten. We will not settle for anything less than the best. We are Newman University. Final segment of the JetCast today, episode 98, as we start off the 2023-2024 school year. We've been joined by the athletics director here at Newman University, Joanna Pryor. We also talked some volleyball with Marisa Compton, the head coach for the Jets, and now we've been focusing our attention to the soccer pitch. We talked to Victor Dominguez just a moment ago, and we talked about one athlete in particular during that interview. And now we're going to throw a headset on him and talk a little soccer with Carlos Beostamanchon. And uh, Carlos, some pretty hefty statements from your coach. He, he thinks very highly of you as an athlete and as a leader. Um, and I think that was the one thing that really stuck out to me is he, he loves your your competitiveness and, and kind of the fire and energy that you bring to the pitch. What does it mean to you when you hear your head coach say things like that about you and, and kind of what you mean to this team? I mean, it's always great to hear, especially from from the coach. I think he brings, he brings the best out of everyone and out of me too, and it's just great to have him here. We I think we needed him, and, yep, it's just great to hear. Well, you've got, you know, just a few months of getting to know him kind of behind you now because with him still being pretty new, you know, you you got to get to know the coach and you got to get to know the style and kind of the things that you're you're expected and that he expects of this team. So what would you say is maybe the biggest adjustment that you've had to make as an athlete, you know, playing under a new head coach like Victor? Well, I think we kind of got used to losing. I think we accepted that it was okay to lose with with the uh, coach we had before. And I think now he really emphasizes on that and it's not okay to lose. And we have to compete for everything and practice in every single ball. So I think that's the biggest thing he brings. Well, he talked about uh, a lot of different kind of personality traits that he wants to see in this program things like intensity and and attitude and wants to establish a culture uh, of winning so how have you and your teammates kind of gone about trying to build that within each other and and you know within this team on the pitch you know that intensity that attitude that he's looking for to build well I think um, it's been interesting to see because we have um, some returners playing and then we also have players that played with them before so it's interesting to see how um, we were going to get together and just fight together, but I think we were doing a pretty good job, and we have at least 15, 16 players that are really, really buying to the team, and we, I think we're working pretty well. Well, you have certainly a lot still in front of you after a great start to the year for you personally, but I know it's not about 
just you, right? Like mm-hmm. you, you want to win. You want to be a part of a team that's successful. So how do you and, and this team improve? What's the big thing that you see that you want your team to, to get better on is, as you head into these matches in Arkansas this weekend? Well, it's a, of course, it's great to score, but I think I'd rather win than score. So I think if we get more, more players to score more goals, it'd be great. Um, and yeah, just winning, getting those two wins back from Arkansas and we keep going. I love it. Now, uh, for those who were unaware, you were the conference player of the week a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago for that hat trick that you had against Rockhurst. Uh, can you take me through just, you know, reflecting on that match win over Rockhurst and the three goals that you scored? How, what was working for you that day? I know it's kind of a catch-all question, but uh, when you score three goals, you get a hat trick like that. I mean, a lot of things have to go your way for that to, to be the result. Mm-hmm. I think my, my teammates help a lot. The the last goal is definitely a great team goal, a great, great build-up for that last shot, and then just rebounds, mainly yeah. rebounds. <laughs> That's probably the biggest thing. First, uh, The two first goals are just rebounds and going after the ball and just keep fighting and trying to get that ball before the other team. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys in action here in the uh, the next few weeks. I know you go on the road this weekend, but once we finally get you back here in Wichita, fired up to come watch you guys play because I know you guys are building some, some great things here for the future. But I do want to ask you about your off-the-field adventures here lately. You've been interning with the athletics department. You're going to be a graduate assistant here soon in, in sports information. Um, so what kind of... I guess intrigues you about that field and and what has led you to to that opportunity well first of all i really like it here if i didn't like it i wouldn't look for opportunity to stay here and i don't know i really like sports i think i'm very passionate about sports and i think that's what i want to go into for the future so i think it's a great opportunity to get my master's and stay around a little bit more yeah it's i'm glad that you you found a place that you really enjoy and being a part of especially a place as great as newman here in wichita i mean it's it's a good place to be but for someone like you from madrid i mean that's a that's a long ways away so what was the adjustment like for you early to go from spain all the way to to wichita kansas you know a half a world away that's definitely completely different but i think um, the team really helps. So I think when I got here back in 2019, um, having that team and those international players really, it's kind of your family away from, from home. So I think that really helps. Well, that, that's another aspect that uh, I'm glad you brought up because with there being so many international personalities on your team, you know, guys from all over the world, there's also a healthy mix of guys from here in this neck of the woods, you know, from Kansas or the surrounding areas. How has this team kind of meshed together with those interesting backgrounds, people from foreign countries and people from a few blocks away? Definitely, sometimes we definitely, it's kind of hard because sometimes you just have different cultures and just bringing everyone together. Sometimes you're going to clash heads against each other, but I think, I like it. I just I think it's interesting to see how different people live, different people think, and I think it's a good thing. It makes everyone better. Absolutely. Well, Carlos, before I let you go, like we mentioned before, you've got two big matches on the road this weekend in Arkansas. What is the key thing you need you need from you and your teammates to make sure you're in the best position to be successful this weekend? Well, like our co- our coach was saying yesterday, and he said today, intensity I think is the biggest thing and just fight and just have the will to to win, win both games and come back home with those six points. 
That's big six points that we'll be rooting for. But, Carlos, thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. Uh, good luck this week. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Carlos Beosta Manchone, a men's soccer athlete here at Newman University. As we wrap up the 98th edition of the JetCast, big thank yous, as always, to Athletics Director uh, in Joanna Pryor, as well as head volleyball coach Marisa Compton. We had head soccer coach Victor Dominguez and, of course, Carlos just a moment ago. Do want to remind folks to download the brand new Newman Jets app, brand new, shiny, great tools if you want to read articles, get stats, watch broadcasts. And that's a shameless plug for me because we've got our first two uh, video broadcasts of the uh, Newman volleyball team coming up on Thursday and Friday. So I'll be a part of that. And you can tune in as always on the Newman Jets app. So kind of a catch-all fun, uh, I guess, glue piece where everything just sticks together and works well uh, as we wrap up our first show of the year. But I think that's just about everything. But big shout-outs again to all our guests today. Uh, we'll look forward to visiting with them some more as we progress into the rest of the school year. But uh, for all of us here at Newman University, I've been Jackson Schneider saying thanks so much for tuning in to the JetCast.